This is Korea Woman on Fire FM. The official podcast of the Korea Woman on Fire community. A place where no Korea woman gets left behind in their pursuit of building the life they dream of. And now, here's your host, Telstra Business Woman of the Year and best-selling author, Maureen Frank. Hello and welcome to the Career Woman on Fire podcast. This is Maureen Frank. And today I'm going to share with you a little bit about my background and my story because I don't want to be sitting here telling you about how to manage your career, create an even better life, unless you know who I am. So uh, please don't yawn, but I hope you enjoy the story. I'm imagining you may be wondering who I am and why I'm here talking to you today. Personally, it has been a lifelong goal of mine to create a program that can really make a difference in the lives of so many women. I'm a woman with twin daughters, so creating a world where women feel real confidence in themselves and have real freedom to choose is going to create a better future for my girls. So I have a big personal driver. But to me, it's deeper than that. I have seen thousands of women, from high-profile, high-flyers to ordinary but secretly extraordinary everyday women, tell me one thing. Either with clear acknowledgement or with a whole lot of roundabout words, they tell me they don't have the confidence they need to really have a go at living the lives they want, to really jump in and pursue their dreams with an unstoppable fire in their belly. They have allowed the what-ifs and the buts to win. In some part, or sometimes even in all parts of their lives, they have settled for comfort zones and lower standards than they really believe they deserve. And then they have pushed the mute button on the voice that kept telling them to believe they could achieve what they set their hearts on. And now that voice is completely silenced. They have forgotten the thoughts and crazy ideas of their childhood. They have forgotten how to dream. Is that you? To me, women can have what I call a minor case of this syndrome or a major case of it. And the level can vary for different parts of their lives. Can you relate to that? Have you pushed the mute button on what you really want? Have you settled for less than what you want? Less than what you deserve? I am not a psychologist. I am not trained as a people specialist. I am a woman who is undertaking this journey alongside you. I have had a fascination and curiosity around how do I change this? How do I understand the tools and techniques that will make my life more full, more abundant, more about me and my family living the life of our choice, rather than one dictated by societal rules, pressures and norms? I have read hundreds of books. I've listened to hundreds of seminars and viewpoints. So Project Mojo Woman is based on my own personal experience and learnings. Discussions with many, many women from all over the world who have succeeded, with many and varied definitions of success, and feedback from the thousands of ladies who have done our programs already, backed up by research on the global stage. I have been through my own tough journey of making some very significant changes in my life, and I'm by no means perfect. I have made some big mistakes. I have had to learn these processes and techniques in order to get my life, my relationships, my finances, my health, 
my spirituality, my soul and my career back on track. Let me tell you, there were times when people had just given up on me. I strived with small steps every day to get what I wanted, which was to get the control back into my life that I needed to have in order to get my freedom of choice again. Guess what? It's been a long journey over many years, and I can finally say I really like the me I am today. I am really grateful that I have had those sometimes enormous potholes on my road, all of which I managed to somehow fall into, because if I hadn't had those experiences, I would not have learned, and I would not be, well, me. I have been through the process. I have thought, why did this happen to me? I've even thought, why does this keep happening to me? I've lain in my bed at night, scratching with stress rashes, tears on my pillow, alone, wondering how I'm going to pay the bills, wondering how I was going to survive, and wishing I didn't have to get up in the morning for the rat race to start again. I hit rock bottom, and I decided, that's it. It's time to be frank. I'm going to do whatever ever it takes to turn this around. Let me tell you, often I've had to learn the hard way, and I wish that I'd had someone to clue me in some more during that journey. So I'm hoping I can now fulfil that role for you in some way. I will tell you a little of my story, but I tell you it only because I really believe we have all had tough times. Many women have been through much, much worse than me, but I think When life doesn't go as planned and the world starts to cave in, we have two choices. Sink or decide you are going to change things. Decide that you are not going to settle. This is not your lot in life. I decided that I deserved more, that I was capable of more, and I decided that I believed enough in myself to get there. And I hope that you will too. Many of you listening to this will have experienced your own personal challenges. I want you to look at these with the internal challenge of what have I really learned from these experiences? What can I teach other women from my experiences? I want you to also decide right now. The past is the past. It's time to move forward. After three years in London in my late 20s, I arrived back in Australia shortly after the birth of my daughters and within quick time frame, I became a single mother discovered one of my daughters had cerebral palsy and had to move to Sydney and away from any family support, my family being in Queensland. I convinced the company I had worked for in London that I could set up a similar business to the UK version in Australia and over a period of years built a successful multi-million dollar business for them. As one of the most senior women in the company, I was constantly pulling up a chair and a tissue box for the women who just did not believe they had what it takes. Secretly, I could relate to these women. Although I had a huge, confident front, underneath I was just as insecure as they were. I wanted so desperately to help them. Then my opportunity came. I was truly blessed to have been honoured as a Telstra Businesswoman of the Year in 2004. Imagine this, a single mother with a disabled child who had had significant business successes that she refused to acknowledge even to herself. She is sitting there having a glass of wine in a packed fancy hotel at the Telstra Businesswoman of the Year Awards with her colleagues and her family. She is so grateful that her then 80-year-old father has seen this day. 
maybe his little girl is going to be okay after all. Having him there means success to her for that day, and she is extremely happy. Then suddenly, the lighting crew shine the spotlight in the wrong place. It's pointed right in her eye. It must be someone behind her. She turns around to look, only to receive a huge elbow in the ribs from her mother. Get up, get up. Oh my goodness, you've won. She rises, she is crying, and so is everyone else, including all the senior male colleagues she has invited. She high-fives everyone and walks in a surreal state to accept her award. It is her time. If we turn back the clock to four and a half years earlier, that same girl is lying in a hospital bed in London, about to give birth to twins. She feels very privileged because she has a lovely view of London Bridge. But she doesn't feel very privileged about anything else. She is well aware that, although she is in a relationship, the probability of her becoming a single mother is very, very high. She can barely get out of her hospital bed to go to the toilet. She is eight months pregnant with twins and she can hardly move. She feels utterly helpless. And being a person who has been independent her whole life, this is unbelievably frustrating. She lies in her bed, silently cries, and she says to herself, Never again. This is never going to happen to me again. I will never put myself in the position where I feel so helpless and hopeless again, as you probably gathered that person was me. I cannot explain to you the excruciating emotional pain that I felt during those days lying in that hospital bed. It was certainly one of the worst times of my life. But it also became one of the best times in my life because it was the turning point. It was the moment when my resolve became firm. And it wasn't just about me. It was the realisation that I had two little people to support and look after. I really hope you haven't had a moment of pain like that. But as I have already said, the truth is, we have all had something that has caused us huge pain. I think with the extremes of emotion associated with such pain, comes an amazing conviction. My conviction was that I was going to not only survive, but I was going to succeed. Isn't it funny how the worst moments of your life can in retrospect be the best moments of your life? This was the moment. Alone, scared, hurt and helpless. I decided never again. Trust me, whatever is going on in your world, you too can harness the power of that kind of conviction. Who would have believed that four years later I would be winning an award for my business achievements? If someone had told me that when I lay in that hospital bed, look, at least I might have cracked a smile at the ridiculousness of such a statement. But in reaching a level where I was blessed with an award, I realised I had hit another life-changing moment. I decided it was time for action. I wanted to help other women achieve success in their lives by their own standards and definition of success. So to me, it was about helping women achieve success in whatever they set their heart and mind to. You see, I didn't think that what I'd done was anything extraordinary. I went through some tough times. I gritted my teeth and slogged it out. But I believe every woman has that same kind of strength, determination and fire in their belly.
You just have to know how to tap into it and then apply that determination to your hopes and dreams. That may seem like a dream in itself right now. Don't worry, I'm going to show you how. My passion for creating programs to help women came from women coming into my office or sending me emails and expressing frustration around what they felt they were unable to do. The impact of that award was that the trickle of messages from women became a river, became a flood from all over the world. We had 60,000 people in the company I worked for globally and I had messages from the four corners of the globe. I felt terribly disturbed that there were so many women out there who felt they couldn't make it. Or perhaps felt they could make it, but just didn't know how to start. Or perhaps just needed someone to be their advocate and supporter. To me, all of these women had enormous capability. They were brave enough to ask for some help and I really admired that. What bugged me was, what about the women who don't have the courage to ask? Or just simply don't have anyone to ask or don't know who to ask? So what's your story? We've all been in potholes. We've all suffered things in our lives that we're not so happy about, but somehow we've pulled our way up. We've got a track record of success. Thank you today for listening to the Career Woman on Fire podcast and tune in next time. I look forward to speaking to you. This is Career Woman on Fire FM. Fire FM.